What's up? It's your boy Remus, and welcome to the Champ Set Podcast, the podcast for champions. What's up? It's your boy Remus, and welcome to the Champ Set Podcast. On these streets, they call me the maker of masters, the crafter of champions, the weaver of wires. Why? Because give me a little time, and I'll add Champ Set to your mind. We're a gang, we're a group, we're an army, we're a squad of ambitious fighters and athletes. And we do everything to get the win. Because to us, allowing a loss is a sin. This is the home for ambition. And this is the home for champions in training. This is the Champ Set Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the fight between Anthony Joshua and the new champion, Andy Ruiz, the first Mexican heavyweight champion. If you missed the fight on the weekend, we're going to go through it quickly now. What happened? Well, oh, and what we're going to do is we're going to go through what we learned and what you can apply to your life or your training or your boxing career or your mindset just so that you can kind of incorporate that, you know, that champ set, that champion's um, mentality, right? So what happened was AJ and Andy Ruiz in the first round was going back and forth, but mostly it was Andy Ruiz who was stalking. And then comes the second round. They're still going back and forth. But AJ was trying to figure out Andy Ruiz. And it was clear from the start, right, that this wasn't going to be an easy challenge. And I say this because most people before thought, oh, who's that fat guy? Who's that fat guy that AJ is facing? And a lot of people have said or or left comments saying that they didn't even watch the fight or didn't even bother to to purchase the fight just because they thought, oh, AJ is just going to knock this guy out in maybe three, four five rounds, you know, it'll be easy, it'll be a domination, this guy's a cab driver, blah, blah, blah. But people didn't know that um, Andy Ruiz actually had a good amateur career and he's had a good professional career. He's only lost once. And many people, I didn't actually personally watch that fight, but many people believe that um, maybe it was even a robbery because it was held in New Zealand. But again, the third round comes and this is where the the, the fight started to spark off. AJ knocked down Ruiz, you know, in typical fashion, as he usually does with a uppercut and a hook. And instantly, right, we was thinking, okay, this is going how everyone thinks it's going to go. But then Andy Ruiz, he got up and he threw uh, a, a counter left hook. And with that Mexican warrior spirit of just being able to just come back with punches and just take a punch and, and give it right back, he knocked AJ down like within... I think it was 20 seconds or something. And then that's when um, the tide started to change. Now, the difference is, right, is, and it's interesting to kind of think about this, is the fact that when AJ had him hurt, he rushed in and he couldn't really get the job done because I think he's thinking in his head, well, I knock guys out all the time. But AJ, when he got knocked down, Andy Ruiz, he was able to be more calculating and more calm when he was going for him so he actually took less shots going in so this uh the end of the third round comes and Andy Ruiz knocks him down again this time we're thinking oh damn damn now the fight is is really not what it was expecting to be then the sixth round came and they had more energy but again I think Andy Ruiz was just simply sharper he was just he, he you could see he had a plan he had a plan with his counter punches and then the seventh round came and that's when the end came because Andy Ruiz knocked him down twice again. And AJ got up and then he got counted out. All right, so let's go through the lessons of what we can learn here. 
I think the first thing or the next thing we can take from this is the mental the mental um, battle between the fighters and the men- the mindset that each fighter was in going into it and how that affected how they fought. Andy Ruiz, because no one believed in him, actually had a, a, a lack of pressure, whereas AJ had all of the pressure. And of course, he was fighting in in America for the first time. He was fighting in New York. It was his American debut. And he's the big man. He's the big guy. He's the guy with all the, the biggest brand in heavyweight boxing, the biggest um, hype surrounding him. So when he got knocked down those like basically every single time you could see that he was smiling and letting everyone know he's okay. But that kind of shows you the importance of your mentality going into the fight. Because this, although you would see that, right, and think that's an in-the-moment thing, that's actually, that seed is planted weeks before. That seed is planted maybe even for some fighter years before. And it builds up, it builds up, it builds up. But then it takes you out of your game plan. It takes you out of um, the ability to stay logical. It takes you out of 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 your just coldness, your 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 straightforward thinking of just getting the plan done, right? And I think Andy Ruiz, you could kind of see he was just mentally free, or at least from what I could see. Um, after the fight, uh, Oscar De La Hoya said the difference was the chin, and I think this is just totally wrong because I, I think it takes away from the the good performance that Ruiz had. Like a lot of people say, oh, that's a bad night for AJ. And I love AJ. I think he has has a good mindset. I think he's a good um, champion. But it takes away from the good performance of Ruiz. Like maybe it wasn't that AJ was having a bad night. Maybe it was that on the night, um, Andy Ruiz was really good. And that's actually one thing I think I heard AJ say after the fight. You know, he said, I'm not going to make any excuses, blah, blah, blah. It's just that on the night, Andy Ruiz was better. And I think that's certainly the case. You're like, these different traits, right, are just basic levels of thinking. This is not the difference in a fight. It's not your physical attributes. It's how you tailor your game plan around your physical attributes. It's okay understanding, uh, maybe I don't have the toughest chin. So this is how I tailor my my game plan. When I get hurt, I have to smut. Oh. When I get hurt, I have to smother. When I get hurt, I have to um, maybe um, just clinch and I have to just be slippery, be sliding, make sure the, the fire can't get me. But we didn't see that. And I think I think he had the better mind. He had the better IQ. He had the better understanding. His counter punches were better. Like you could see every there were specific punches that AJ was throwing that every time he did throw, every time he did throw, Andy Ruiz was, he was quick. He was just... He, he jumped on him. Like you could see he had already thought about the counters he was going to throw. While AJ didn't really have that plan. He was just kind of going along and trying to find the plan as he goes along. The punch that AJ got knocked down with the first time, I think was the same punch that AJ got knocked down with the last time. And maybe even the third time. I can't remember, but it shows that there's a plan to this stuff. So you can't just go in there willy-nilly, just thinking and hoping and just going along. You've actually got to... Uh, you've actually got to have a plan and you've got to be ready to move from the plan if it requires so. But the point is you've got to have a purpose to your punches. The last thing we can say on the mental battle was that before the fight, you could see that AJ gave his belts to Ruiz. And I was thinking that's kind of weird to, to kind of see because you could ask the question, right? Would AJ do the same thing if he was fighting Wilder? And you could say that that kind of shows that maybe he didn't take him serious or 
it kind of showed that like like if you do that in a specific way if you do that because you believe that's how you're going to get in the other opponent's head then it makes sense to do but if you're doing it for any other thing than to get the win then it doesn't make sense so i think that you could say like some people could say oh when he does that he's trying to tell andy ruiz subconsciously that you are the challenger and i don't take you serious and it could even affect Andy Ruiz and make him go, oh, damn, this guy's just so confident. He doesn't take me serious. But I don't think AJ was doing it for that purpose. I think he was doing it to be the nice guy, be classy. Like, we, we've seen so many people say after this fight, oh, AJ's classy. Oh, AJ's, he's so gracious and all of these things. And I just think it's almost just pointless to think about these things like who cares what people think who cares what people call you who who cares if people think you're classy or not like who cares we do everything to get the win now for for some people if you're a fighter who cares about that stuff and you actually think that important for me to be an example of how to how to behave and all of these things and that's kind of um maybe more of a priority than the win then that's good for you but i just think that in a brutal sport like boxing where guys like Wilder are in it and they're going to say, oh, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to try really take his life. Right? I just don't think anything else compares than doing everything to get the win. And that's why I keep saying it. So the question is, would he do that if he was fighting Wilder? I don't think he would. And was he doing it then to get in Andy Ruiz's head? I don't think he was. But I just don't think it makes sense. I think pe- fighters need to kind of remove those distractions. That's what they are. Like, if it doesn't help you get to the, the goal that you want, it just it's just a waste of time. It's a waste of it's a waste of mental energy. It's a waste of your breath. It's a waste of movement. This type of thinking comes because I think this is how the fighters from the old guys would think. You know, I'm, the old times would think, like those tremendous champions, where it was less of an event. It was less glamorous. And Rocky Marciano, he said, I don't care about shaking a fighter's hand before the fight. And the reason why is because he's going to try to take my head off. And I'm par- paraphrasing, of course, but he said something along those lines. He doesn't care about shaking a man's hand and sportsmanship and respect and all of this stuff. He 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 knows that that man in the second is 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 fake because he's gonna shake the man's hand and then try to take his head off. So just by the nature of it, it's fake, and it makes sense. I could see why, like the sportsmanship and all of that, but I just don't prioritize those things more than the goal of keeping those belts. You know, those keeping those precious belts in your grasp and it, and if you have to sacrifice a little bit of sportsmanship or respect or classiness to keep those belts in your hand i think you should do it because one thing we do know is that a man who's going to lose his belts like what aj is probably feeling now like his belts are in another man's hand i think nothing all well, it depends on what type of character he is but nothing else really compares anyway that's it That's it for today. Stay focused. Let's get jumped up.